Good day, friends. My name is Grant Short, and I'm running for United States Congress from Kentucky because I feel we have veered wildly off course. A course people like both of my grandfathers in World War II charted. A course that includes the equality of all people, where character and ability is judged on work ethic and respect, not a set of biases based on fear or idealism. For far too long, our politicians have sold us totally out. I am challenging Representative Brett Guthrie because he is beholden to Wall Street and already wants to repeal the laws we put in place after Wall Street crashed the economy in 2008. He is both the classic and modern example of a corrupt politician. He takes big money, then claims to represent the working class, all the while voting to undermine them. He is exactly why Citizens United is a travesty. Our representatives now only represent themselves and their top 10 big donors. When I saw Representative Guthrie take to the floor of the House and vote to repeal Obamacare, I knew I had to challenge him if no one else did. The data was out when he made that vote. That vote would kill not only my fellow Kentuckians, but nearly 500,000 jobs in the state related to the health industry. That industry makes up one-third of most of our city's economies. Then, after his vote, he stayed around to sing Hey Hey Goodbye on the House floor. I just pretended he was singing about his own job and began raising money. In three months, local citizens and friends raised $1,500 and met the goal I set for me to file with the FEC and prepare to get on the ballot November 8th of this year. Since this is the first podcast, let me introduce myself further in the format I will use with these. I am a lifelong Kentuckian who spent the first half of his life in East Kentucky and the other in West, then attended college at EKU in Berea. I traveled to East Kentucky for summers and holidays, as that's where my grandparents lived until their death. My memories of running the clay-charred hills of East Kentucky are the fondest of my life. They are also why I want to save the area and encourage its great successes. Successes such as the booming business in and around recreation in places like the Red River Gorge. There, they embraced long ago the free market and politicians gave up on coal, and they made their new way forward with the abundant resource they had left. Wild, expansive beauty. I grew up in the gorge getting lost, then returned as a rock climber and eventual climbing instructor in a summer cap tucked into the Daniel Boone National Forest. Speaking of Daniel Boone, he is my eighth great uncle. I don't say this to make a claim at Kentucky legitimacy. I say this because it will actually give you great insight into who I am and what I love to do. My passions include trapping, competitive assault rifle and pistol shooting, hunting, backpacking, rock climbing, horseback riding, rappelling, spelunking, pretty much anything outside. I also enjoy extreme and winter sports, my favorite of which um, in the extreme sports being longboarding downhill. The biggest part of my life is being a dad and a husband. I'm married with four children, ages nine, six, five, and three. I am also a lifelong Episcopalian. The church has played a huge role in helping me shape the concept of social justice and giving me a great outlet to actively serve, which I feel is important. 
Having four kids is insane and often feels like a sitcom, or at least in my head it does. As a small business owner, I am lucky enough to conform my schedule around them a lot of the time. This allows me to take on various roles, so I often feel like I am the characters on Full House, all in one. Danny, Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, and a little bit of Kimmy some days. And always plenty of meathead Steve. Now I want to get to the real meat of why I want to run for office and what has somehow become one of my great passions, public policy. I want to run because I've seen our big problems and I'm willing to take risks to help mend them. Here is a cornerstone of what I'm planning to run on. The planks, as people call them, of my personal platform. One major initiative I am working on while running for office is a new Public Works Act. I propose we put over one million Americans back to work rebuilding roads, bridges, and upgrading infrastructures to get modern internet and cell phone service to places like Eastern Kentucky. Though I'm running in Western Kentucky, I'm well aware of these problems in East Kentucky and how they're dragging the whole state behind. East Kentucky's been left in the 1990s with 56K internet. No modern company would consider such a location, and there's no private investment interest in doing this. We also need to connect these places with new highways and interstates. This is the only way you can expect future tech companies or even Toyota to put a plant out there. I feel we must revive the Public Works Administration to its original form and concept. No longer divvying out big money contracts that only go to the members of the good old boys club. The original Public Works Act is recognized as the most successful economic program in world history by economists worldwide. The only on the programs comparable are programs that were based on it that had the benefit of hindsight thanks to our program and FDR. We still haven't recovered from the 2008 recession and workers haven't seen a real raise in income since the 90s and many since the 70s. This means that Americans don't have expendable income. This is the pinch, as many people put it. This is living paycheck to paycheck. This is what's helping drive our opioid epidemic as people seek to numb the sting from the lack of pride as their families struggle. It's time to build new parks, open new wildlands, and make our country working and vibrant. Many confuse the post-World War II economic boom with the baby boom as the veterans returned home with the GI Bill. No doubt these eventual taxpayers were a boom, but the boom was really when FDR put them to work with the Public Works Administration. Then, like now, it wasn't easy to sell. Then, like now, it wasn't an easy sell for programs this big. They cost money. But we have stopped doing big things. We have stopped trying big ideas. It's time to try new, bold things, even at the risk they fail. That is, of course, the definition of courage. We have to put people back to work with real jobs that pay real money, that have real benefits, and real retirement. Right now, people have become more hopeless and more seniors are going hungry or back to work every day. I've always agreed that we should be judged by the least of those, but now we can be judged by the median of those and still find ourselves lacking. A big part of our country is struggling for answers and hope. I think putting millions of people back to work in our community is our best and perhaps only shot. As many economists have agreed, not only do the scientific and historical results prove what I say, but selling the program to even the biggest anti-government capitalists shouldn't be that hard. It's an investment that has giant returns. 
let me speak your language. To paraphrase FDR when he was selling his version, if you help folks get jobs, the first thing they do is buy clothes for the first day, money return. Then they provide human capital to the businesses that invest in the communities and country, return. Then they get their first paycheck. Do they invest this like the super rich in overseas accounts that can't ever be touched or taxed? No, they return nearly all of it back into the economy almost immediately through groceries, necessities, gas, new houses, cars, loans, shopping, new iPhones, retail, you get it, everything. Expendable income is the lifeblood of our economy, and right now we could use a couple pints. This is also why I've lost nearly a million retail jobs. Of course, online retail has also driven this trend. But so did the fact that people don't have expendable income to go window shopping. Instead, they get the best knockoff from designers that come from China and don't make American jobs. We have a big problem, and they will take bigger solutions. And I feel this is one of them. Every week, I intend to have a new podcast. The first three quarters will be a boring essay filled with science and data which I feel we desperately need right now in an era of fake news and fake facts, whatever the hell that is. The other quarter will be questions taken from social media and email. I hope you enjoy this as much as one can enjoy listening to a wonky recording of a wannabe politician. Now let me answer a few questions that came in this week through Twitter and email. This also ruled out the questions that called me a commie in the tagline. The first question, just to take something simple and non-political, is what is my favorite type of music? This will probably show my age and the fact that I'm getting old, but I am still a mid to late 2000s indie rock guy. I still listen to a lot that was recorded then and a lot of the artists that have lasted since then. The next question is, would I impeach Donald Trump if the vote came before the House? I would impeach Donald Trump today, not because I'm partisan, not because of anything else, but because impeachment is a process. It's the start of a hearing, as we should all know who grew up in the 90s like I did. Bill Clinton was never thrown out of office. He was just thrown before the trial um, I think that's what we need right now. Um, part of the part of the problem with the Robert Mueller investigation is that it's in the dark, and that leaves not only room for people to be partisan with it and throw misinformation out, but it also leaves room for the public to know nothing. Um, and I think that's a problem. Um, I think an impeachment would be fantastic because it would put things out in the open for everyone to hear. Uh, what we really need is a you know a committee, a 9/11 commission type style uh, commission on the on the matter but that's not going to happen uh, just based on the majority in the senate and the president himself so um i believe in impeachment is thanks for stopping by i hope you enjoyed this i hope uh, it was informative uh feel free to drop over to grant the number four ky.com grant four ky.com or find grant four ky at facebook twitter pretty much everywhere Thanks for your time. Trust to do 